Hey, look. What's up, bro? How do you sink a Norwegian submarine? I don't know. How do you sink a Norwegian submarine? Scuba down and knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. What's up, bro? How do you sink a Norwegian submarine again? Uh, I don't know. How do you sink a Norwegian submarine again? Drive down, knock on the door again, wait for them to open the window and say, you're fooling, you aren't fooling us this time. <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we've been talking about news from the week, local superstitions and myths, Jason Bourne, and Brain Dead, episode six. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. More expensive than the Summer Olympics in Rio. It feels like I've done this intro a thousand times now. It's another digital citizen. Hi, Luke. Hey, bro. Hey, it feels, it feels like we have done this before. I'm, ha- I'm having a strange case of deja vu. Yeah, we've been having some Skype problems. Like last week, I had to do some serious editing on the show. If anybody noticed, Fro sounded really bad. If you had heard how he originally sounded before I did because surgery I on that show, it. I heard uh, it. It was not good. So we're nope. and we're having more problems this week. So hopefully everything sounds okay. But but uh let's talk about the girl that isn't here tilly phillips please follow her on facebook if you are from the uk her name is t-i-l-l-y and her last name is what look uh p-h-i-l-l-i-p-s she has lost her uh kitten or 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 her cat it isn't a kitten it's a cat um uh it's not bluebell that uh, you have heard many times but it's poppy and she's desperate to find her cat she uh the reason why she's not here is because she's outside uh hanging hanging up uh like looking for this cat she has changed her facebook uh, profile picture and her like normal picture to her cat so please help her it's for her it's like losing a family member so if you are in the uk please please 
follow her and and share that so maybe she can find her cat. She has looked in all animal shelters. She's been around the, the neighborhood. She called the like local shelter things, uh, like the animal. What do you call it when where the pound? No, it's the it animal there? shelter. Yeah, yeah, those are the, those are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, are there the same things? I wonder about that. Uh, at least here they are. I'm not really okay. sure, but yes. Because in Norway we have kind of a str- uh, it's not a strange system. I don't know if it's a strange system because we have kind of it's kind of split into two factors. We have like normal animal shelters where people go and people can uh, like adopt kittens and cats and and dogs and things like that. But we also have uh, animal cruelty police, actually. All, all uh, like, police departments kind of... Um, uh, uh, is focused on that. Do you have that in the U- U.S.? What is it called? It's like it's uh, an animal police apartment. Uh, yeah, the, but I mean, okay, the police also like the regular police here would deal with animal cruelty cases and things like that. Um, but there's anim, um, the animal control, which is also works in this with the same department that the the animal shelters work with. So they're all in the same department. So yeah, at least so, here there. So if you go to Rio this week, because Luke was of course invited because uh, he's a big um, lover of sports. Um, do you think there's going to be a really big like uh, suddenly every kid that is born in uh, from Rio 2016 is going to have the Zika virus in it? Uh, I I don't know what that means, but uh, I, I mean, yeah, there's a big problem down there. There's a lot of big problems down there. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> not pollution. really a very, yeah, the pollution, it's, it, you know, it's the country itself is... Uh, struggling to begin with so yeah why there's why problems have... with fresh water there's problems with the zika virus but apparently there's problems with the zika virus here so yeah is it i uh, lately on the news i've been seeing florida i guess florida had 14 cases in the last week or Ooh. something so yeah Ooh. it's the middle of summer so uh, yeah that's why i live in a country where it's really cold <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you're going to be worrying about it. You're not going to be worrying about it. Never going to happen here. <laughs> Never going to happen here because, like, the mosquito is like, it's too cold here. <laughs> uh, has anything happened in news this week, Luke? Uh, yeah. Um, where do we want to start? I guess. Uh, did you see this guy jump out of uh, a plane without a parachute? Yeah. Yep. Did you? Did you watch it? Yep. Yeah, I watched it live. I just randomly was on Facebook, I think, and I saw somebody had put up a stream of it. So I watched it. Um, yep. I didn't watch the whole hour. I just watched, like, the last 10 minutes, which yep. they did this whole hour show to build up to 10 minutes. But, uh, yep. What did you think? 
Uh, I was afraid he was going to die. Right. Yeah. Very good chance. So this guy. Uh... <laughs> if, if if you jump from twenty five thousand feet without a parachute, <laughs> it, you're probably going to die. <laughs> yeah. So this guy Luke Akins, he, like Fro said, jumped out of a plane at twenty five thousand hey, feet, and he. Uh, didn't have a parachute or even uh, what do they call those glider suits? Mm-hmm. Uh, he just went free, and uh, they had this what, what I guess giant net that was like extremely springy that like caught him. Uh, yeah. So but why did it did he do this with purpose? Uh, just to be the first person to do it. Yeah. <sighs> I I need to speak to that man. He has to have a death wish. Uh, I guess he's done like twenty thousand jumps in his life, or something. Like he started when he was really, really young. Um, so he's really, really experienced. And uh, I, I'm just okay. in science. In the first place, you would you would never ever get me to do that because I'm terribly scared of heights. Right. And... Yeah, I would never do it. I I, uh, I I don't know if I jump out of plane. I definitely wouldn't jump out of a plane without a parachute. Without the parachute. No. But, I mean, he's obviously really, really skilled, and he knows how to, like, position himself and all this. Uh, there was a lot of talk right at the end of the show where there's talking about how he had to flip over in, like, a certain way to land on his back so that he didn't yeah. land face first into this net. Um, and the, I mean, the science of it's kind of interesting because ha- you have, like, uh, terminal velocity. So that n- they had to figure out a way to make that net just be able to withstand terminal velocity uh, and not make him hit the ground. So I mean, it was really so, so springy, he, he, but it didn't was, like didn't like bounce it back up. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah, was he kind of doing MythBusters live? <laughs> Let's see if this works. <laughs> I mean, the science behind it obviously was good before they went out and did it. Uh, they probably, I, I think, I saw something online of them like testing it with like a um, with like a mannequin or something like that. You know what I mean? To see, to make sure it would work uh, without a human first. Um, But yeah, I mean, the the real key to it was him being able to aim and land in this like little square spot on the ground from 25,000 feet. That takes a lot of skill. So, so another stupid news. Hey, look, if you were deadly allergic to peanuts, would you eat peanuts because they d- didn't have the label may contain nuts in it? I don't think I would do that, probably. I think Why I would not? probably know that they were. Because <laughs> they were peanuts. And it would kill me. What? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> right. So there's a uh, German company, Lidl. Is that how you pronounce it? Sure. I'm not okay. German. It's L I D L, so okay. Seems Lidl. like they're missing, they're missing a vowel somewhere. It's in there, called but, um, Lidl. Lidl. Okay. Lidl. They uh, had a couple of brands of fruit yogurt and then a couple of brands of peanuts, <laughs> and they had to um, do a recall on the peanuts because on the peanuts it didn't say it didn't have a label that said may contain nuts. <laughs> And on the yogurts, they had to recall those because it didn't say may contain milk. <laughs> St- 
Jabut. This is this is getting a little ridiculous. A little. A yeah. little ridiculous. I mean, who? It... <laughs> I, I, I get. I know they're just trying to cover their ass because they don't want to get sued. But right. Yeah. I mean, who is who? Like, who was the idiot that made them have to do this in the first place? I guess. <laughs> I I think it's the law. It's like having having cigarettes uh, without the label. It may kill you. You you have to have cigarettes now, and they have to say, "Oh, these cigarettes can kill you." Right, because everybody just knows it. But this is even worse than that. Because I mean, I'm, uh, yes. let's say like teenage kid <laughs> or something. He's just stupid. Yeah, for some strange reason, if I had the deadliest nut allergy, I would not like open a bag of peanuts just because it didn't say may contain nuts on it. How like, oh, it's stupid do, do you think we are? Apparently, that, yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> I think that's what it comes down to is uh, they think we're really dumb and they want to cover their ass in case somebody, whatever, uh, tries to get fresh, I guess. I, I'm People are crazy. I guess somebody may try to sue for that. They go give them, put themselves into uh, peanut allergy shock or whatever it is, uh, send themselves to the hospital just so that they can make some money. I don't know. People might do that crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> But would you? For money? Uh, no. Yeah? Actually not. <laughs> you, you just see the guy, he's like standing right outside of a hospital and he's got a, a pack of, like one of those airline packet of peanuts and he just like eats them, wait, just stands there and waits and it starts to turn red and runs in. No. Oh, that's so funny. But uh, it, it's stupid. But... Uh... Let's continue in other like, weird news. We had Australians ask not to be listed, at least their religion, as Jedi. Why? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess in the last time Australia had a census was 2001. So right. it's been a while. And I guess their census what is What is the census? Uh, it's where they go around and they, um, they go door to door. Uh, they oh, pay they the census you? people, and they count. Yeah, they count everybody, and they figure out how okay. many. They try to get all your information, so they want to okay. know how many family members you have. They they want to know how many males and females, and you know it's uh, used to figure out um, county by county and state by state how much funding should be given out to uh, ah. different places for different things. You see, by the and, government. So it's used by the government for the yeah. And one of the religions are Jedi. Well, I, they probably have like a you know a, a box that's like uh, other, and you probably fill in. So I'm assuming, but uh, I guess in 2001, uh, is this what it was? Oh, two, two, uh, 2011. Sorry, totally okay. wrong. Um, they uh, six uh, 64,390 Australians listed the listed Jedi as their religion. Holy moly! And I guess that threw off like a whole lot of stuff for like where uh, money should go for um, certain things like uh, religious um, purposes. Yeah, uh, you know how uh, nonprofits, uh, most religions right. are nonprofits and stuff like that. So 
it threw off a whole lot of stuff because they're trying to do calculations and then you have all these people who are saying they're something that's not actually even a religion. So uh, I guess the atheists uh, are having a real problem with this. Uh, Australian atheists are having um, a big problem because they're, they're not getting uh, the funding that they, they want uh, for their nonprofit and things like that. So, Weird. That's really weird. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big joke. You know what I mean? A lot of uh, there obviously a whole lot of Australians were in on this big joke. I bet it was an internet thing. I don't remember this. Uh, I don't remember seeing this online at all. But uh, I guess it's caused a little bit of a problem. So, but Jediism is actually uh, um, a real religion now. No kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, so is Pastafarianism, though, so there you go. <laughs> Pastafarianism? What the fuck yeah. is that? Uh, just look it up, I guess. Uh, you pray to uh, the... Uh, what do you Astagod? call it? Yeah, uh, spaghetti... Oh, just a spaghetti monster? Yeah. Ah. It's called Pastafarianism, and yeah. ah, okay. it's at least a rec- re- recognized religion in America. So. Cool. Uh, in America, you are like you're finished with uh, anything to to do with the election this week, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, d- there's a lot of talk right now about Donald Trump, but other than that, like the news is totally avoided talking about anything else to do with the election. So it's just a lot of Donald Trump talk here right now. Okay, but and not in the mainstream news. Uh, what? Just a little follow-up to what we talked about a lot in the past with the DNC. Uh, three more major officials got fired over the email scandals. Uh, real quick, we'll go over them. Chief Finance Officer Brad Marshall, uh, Communications Director Luis Miranda, and the, the big one, uh, Chief Executive or CEO of the DNC, Amy Dancy, all uh, resigned so they didn't actually get fired. They had they ended up resigning, which I, I think they probably should have got fired, but whatever. Yeah. They should have been fired. Right. I mean, who knows what goes with resigning? They may end up get like uh, severance and things like this that they wouldn't have gotten if they would have gotten fired. So, and right. they, it's not like they weren't disgraced. So. Uh, if uh, people want to like follow us on Facebook, they should do that. Did you know that? Yeah, come check out our page. Uh, try to post every once in a while. We'd like other people to post a little bit more, but we get a po- we get posts occasionally. So yeah, and you can email us at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail dot com. Anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. And Luke has done something clever in every single episode. He lists the email address on there. So if you don't understand what I say, you can get it from that. From the episode uh, description. So wherever you have it on your phone or uh, if you're listening to this wherever. Yeah, it's in the episode description. Hey, the 22nd of July, does that say anything for you? Uh, not a lot for me, but uh, apparently it's pretty important in Norwegians. So, In uh, Norway, we have our, our uh, one and only like mass murderer uh, lately. Uh, it was the 22nd uh, of July, and Trun, 
is going to tell the truth about that. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. 2011, 22nd of July was a beautiful day. I sat in my office at City Hall. I was uh, having a secretary job that summer for a party group, the Liberal Party, in Bergen City. It was a beautiful day. It was Friday. It was, and it was a beautiful Friday, especially in a city where it rains half of the year. At 4 o'clock that day, I read I had a Twitter feed that stand a bomb exploded in Oslo. A bomb explode. I thought it was like uh, some gangsters or something. So I just packed my bag, it was 4 o'clock, to the bus home. I then heard another message on my phone. A real bomb had exploded in a government building in Oslo. Holy shit. Nobody knew, really knew what happened. It was chaos everywhere. Nobody knew anything. And more and more time went on. And then the worst rumors came. Somebody has gone batshit crazy on Utea. People don't know what Utea is. It's a little place outside Oslo where the youth party of the Labour Labour Party every year had their summer camp. Young people discussing politics, having fun, falling in love, and do all kinds of things that young people do. Apan had went to that camp and started shooting young people. It was insane. Nobody could believe what they heard. How innocent this died that day. But it came something out of it too. People were united, united from all kinds of political spectra, from liberal to socialist, to conservative, to Christian, to Muslim. It was very strange. We often talk about Trump and Hitler, and if this period of time looked like the 30s. But I'm going to remind you something what happened in the 30s. The biggest result Hitler ever had in the election was nearly up to 35%. That means that over 65% of the population didn't vote for him. But this I repeated so many times. That's why I sometimes have very strong opinions when I talk about election and voting. I've done a lot of Trump tells the truth. You must vote, you must engage. Because people didn't engage. They didn't stand up for their democratic rights. They stood up for the open debate and democracy and freedoms. That's why it happened. And that's why it can happen again. We think that everything is hunky-dory and and rights is something we always will have. Because we have a constitution or because make good peace speeches from good politicians but you everyday person has fight for those rights we found out that 22nd of July 2011 but we didn't learn a lot I hope we don't have to learn the lesson once again but think about history only 35% stood up 35% stood up and voted for Hitler where were the rest of the 65%? He never had the majority. Fanatics don't need the majority to win. 
if the rest of the people don't give a shit, if the rest of the people don't stand up and fight, that is something you have to think about. Days like this. A lot of friends of mine lost people that day in 2011. I will not be let their death mean nothing. If you honor these people who died that day, and people who died at every occasion standing up for rights and liberties, you should do something. Every one of you. Fight for your rights. Fight for everyone's rights. Because it's not fun anymore. Because I know the pain. I've seen the pain and I felt the pain. Let it be the end of a terrible time and let it be the beginning of something new. This is Tron with Tron Trails the Truth. Be aware and take care of each other. Have a nice day. So, have you seen anything on TV this week, Luke? Uh, yeah, there's a bit on TV this week. They uh, started um, uh, Big Brother UK Celebrity. Uh, Celebrity yeah, Big Brother UK. With some other uh, in it. Oh, I don't know who that is. Is that the older lady who is the model? Uh, no, she's the singer. Oh, the singer. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the one guy, if you listen to the description in the first episode, he said he's a flat earther. So that was interesting and goes with our show a little bit. And the other thing that kind of goes with us, which uh, I wish Tilly was here, but she, uh, what's the lady, Renee? Renee is yes. in that show that Tilly likes. Um, mm-hmm. What is it called? Mob Wives. Oh, mob Wives, right. yes. Uh, but, uh, I saw I saw uh, Stranger Things on Netflix. Have you seen that yet, Fro? Yes, I have. Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little cheesy, and there's some it stuff that cheesy. doesn't really, it really doesn't connect at some at certain points where you're like, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, specifically why the monster shows up at certain points. You're like, at some points, they're like, this is why it shows up. And then at yeah. other points, it just shows up for no reason. So you're like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but overall, I really liked it, and looks like they're going to do a second season. So I want to see where they go with it. Yep, I agree. Did you get that from the end of it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about? Uh, I saw yesterday that they're going to do a fall season of Big Brother U.S. Really? Yeah. Like this. You know how? I'm not really sure. If, I'm kind of thinking maybe it's going to be celebrity, but we'll see. It's not going to be on CBS. It's going to be on their CBS All Access uh, web thing, whatever. It's like CBS's version of Netflix. So right. they have all their CBS stuff on there. They're going to put uh, exclusively to that. A ten-week version of uh, a ten-week version. Yeah, so it's going to be shorter okay. than the normal one. But yeah. um, this is just what I'm reading. Uh, they haven't cast it yet. But does that sound like maybe they're just going to do a U.S. celebrity version? I yeah, think maybe it's going to be. Yeah, but that they haven't announced like any it. cast or anything like that. They, it doesn't say celebrity or anything like that. I'm but, super uh, stoked uh, to hear that. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounds like they're going to do it right afterwards. Um, I guess really? what what I guess they released the CBS All Access thing recent, like pretty recently, and yeah. the most popular thing on there uh, for the people who are using it is the Big Brother feeds. Right. Uh, so they're trying to cash in on that a little bit. I think trying to get people to subscribe. 
to their um, to their network, the online network. So, right. Last week, I said uh, that I uh, heard about Mad TV, Mad TV coming back. Mm. I actually watched the first episode, and it was horrible. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was atrocious. It, so, is it, is it an all new cast? Yes. Okay. But it was and, not funny. Okay. And I laughed zero times. I remember the thing about Mad TV in the day, it was on Fox, but it seemed yeah. very not like, why is this on Fox? It's is on it the like CW that or is... now, by the way. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Our favorite channel. I would channel. say CW doesn't make... Uh, good TV, except that they do oh. the 100, which is actually a pretty yeah, good show. They do, they do the 100, and they do some other good shows. But uh, I found uh, my new favorite show this week, uh, Jail. Uh, it's made by the same people that makes Cops. Um, oh, it's okay. all about uh, in jail. But I also watched uh, Baby Metal. Live at the SSE Arena from Wembley, and oh, I... the, ja- the Japanese group, the little girls. Yes, yes. Okay, and I had so much fun with that. Um, I also watched uh, Sharkni- Sharknado: The Fourth Awakens. <laughs> oh, doesn't that count for a movie round? I guess it was on TV, right? It, it was, was on, on TV. Sci- sci-fi Network, but it was a sci-fi movie. Sci-Fi Network. Network. So. I heard but, uh, Seth Rollins was in it, but I have not seen it yet. Yeah, that uh, was the only reason why I watched it. And ah. it was the last episode of Preacher this week, so hooray and sad. Hmm. Does it yeah. look like they're going to go to a second season, or do they wrap it up? I have no clue. Oh no, they didn't wrap it up. So okay. they, they are trying for a uh, second season. But I don't know where they are going to go from here, and I... I hated it and I loved it and I hated it and I loved it so I'm split on this I I have no clue of what they are going to do and I'm not sure if I care I don't have at least from what I've seen around I don't see a lot of talk about it I don't see people like marking out about the show I don't feel like it's going to come back um but I could be wrong. Maybe they, maybe I mean it did all right ratings, but I think they just tried to push it as like, oh, this is going to be another uh, Walking Dead type show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, where they had the after show, whatever it was called, like instantly, like after the second episode, they had an after like show where they talked about it. Yeah. Uh, well, they have that on Wednesdays when it comes to. To to SmackDown, so <laughs> instantly after SmackDown, they have like, let's talk about SmackDown show on the network. Oh, okay. I was gonna say on TV. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, on, on the network. I mean, that, that's a big thing now. But I, it's it, it bothers me when they do it um, when it's a show that just came out and it's like, uh, I. You're just assuming people are going to care enough about it after that one episode to watch a show that just talks about talking about a show. Yeah. And that's a little, it's like a little bit forward uh, to assume Ooh. that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it, 
but uh, I I I will give this season maybe a five out of ten because it's so, been so up and down for me. Right. It's uh, it's it's never going to be a show I come back to and like go back to. I yeah. I'm never going to watch it again. And I, I didn't I, even finish it. Like I said, I, yeah, I went you, to you didn't finish it, four. but 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 there's no reason why 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 I see there there will become anything more of it. And talking about, uh, let's do a little like uh, um, wrestling talk since it's the two guys there. Uh, did you watch SmackDown this week? Oh no, I didn't see it yet. It didn't get come up last night. Uh, I didn't catch it live, and then I didn't see it up uh, before I went to bed. So, okay. Uh, I just watch. I watch Raw, Eva but Marie. I haven't watched SmackDown yet. Okay, so because Eva Marie kind of not wrestled in it. She came to the ring. She was going to wrestle. Um, oh, uh, the Irish girl, Becky Lynch. Thank you. And uh, she pretended to have her foot hurt, so they didn't start the match. So her thing is coming into the ring, pretending she's hurt, and getting carried out. And that is going to be her, like, stick. So, so she, she just will... Go, yeah. She she might, will maybe she'll do wrestle. it different ways. She'll, like, come in and be like, oh, I have a really bad headache and walk yep. out. Yeah. Be like I got something stuck in my eye. I can't wrestle. Yeah, like, my fake eyelash. Yeah, always. Yeah. So if we are lucky, we'll never see if a brave wrestle. If we are lucky. But what did you think of Raw? Did you like it? I thought it was pretty average, but it was. Uh, I mean, it was fun. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I I think it's uh, it's getting more interesting. I'm more I'm more excited for SummerSlam than I was before. So I would say uh, that, yeah, definitely. Uh, after seeing uh, uh, oh, uh, putting the RKO on uh, Randy. Oh, what is Randy it? Randy Orton. Randy Orton putting, putting putting the RKO on Brock Lesnar. That was super cool. Yeah, I guess so. Like I said last show, I don't really care about Randy Orton. So <laughs> this doesn't really interest me. Like he's so boring. I just don't care about him at all. <laughs> like I haven't cared about him ever. When he Brock first Lesnar. came in, I was like, "This guy's boring. I don't care about him," and have never yeah. cared about him. And, and, and he's guess- got one one move that excites people, and everybody's like, "Yay!" But <laughs> and guess if, that doesn't do it for me. And guess if Brock Lesnar was on 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 SmackDown or not? Hmm. Hmm. Guess. Uh, uh, I was gonna say yeah. They said that on Raw. They were uh, like, yeah. They said that's how they were trying to hype up everybody watch SmackDown because apparently the ratings are really bad last week. So uh, I wonder why. But uh, this this uh, week uh, SmackDown was better than last week. I will give them that. They are trying to do something with, with uh, not Dean Ambrose, but uh, with Dolph Ziggler, and I like what they are trying to do, especially in this episode where they are trying to build up 
uh, him having him in a, a match against uh, uh, the creepy guy that can stand on all fours backwards and do that creepy thing he does. Bray Wyatt. Thank you. Great with names, bro. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't see SmackDown, so I guess we'll move on from that. I'm really good at names. Hey, uh, do you have any local su- su- superstitions or myths in the US of A? Uh, I actually, since my country is like massive compared to either your guys's. Uh, what? I only stuck to, like, local stuff. So stuff, um, I don't know, probably within, like, a thousand miles of me. So Northwest America is where I stuck to, to, like, find mine. Because not only it made it easier for me to figure out which ones I wanted to pick, because if I would have gone all over America, it would have been ridiculous trying to figure out which ones I wanted. Uh, You know what I mean? Uh, So I stuck to the Northwest of America. So obviously the first one that... the easiest one that you're going to think of is a uh, Bigfoot Sasquatch. Yep. Yep. Uh, I was doing some research and apparently right near me, I think maybe, uh, I don't know, a good 75 miles maybe, but a uh, 30 minute drive near me. There's a place called uh, the Bigfoot Highway, I guess, that I found online that okay. uh, is like a place you can go uh, specifically to search for Bigfoot. <laughs> so that. Have you seen him? No, obviously not. I don't. I I I wouldn't say I don't believe in Bigfoot, but I don't believe in the Bigfoot that they propose. I suppose. What kind of Bigfoot do you believe in? Then? Well, I mean, I believe that <laughs> at some point there probably was like some type of uh, Neanderthalic being, like living in the woods, and somebody may have seen it. You know what I mean? Like leftover uh, animal of some type that at n- now is extinct. Uh, maybe a, a hundred years ago, somebody saw one, and then that kind of uh, perpetuated the myth. And then uh, we haven't found one because it's obviously extinct. Uh, oh. That would be my guess of how that myth has been perpetuated. Um, but it's all over the world. Also, there's different versions of this all over the world. So, cool. Have you heard of Ask and Embla? No, I have not. Uh, I'm going to talk a lot about Norse mythology in this section uh, because that's more or less what we have here. But in Norse mythology, uh, Ask and Embla from Old Norsk Asker or uh, Embla, uh, male and female, uh, were the two first human um, humans created by uh, the gods. And uh, um, they had uh, they for first uh, like came out in uh, a poetic uh, edda that was compiled from the 13th century from early like traditional sources uh, the prose edda written by Snorre uh, Sturlason and in both uh, sources, three gods, one of whom uh, is the Odin, uh, find Ask and Embla and bestow them upon like various compilations and spiritual gifts. A number of like tears has been proposed to explain the two figures, and they are occasionally like uh, referenced uh, to popular culture. Um, m- 
more in Norway we uh, use Asken Embla to uh, that is our lotto machine in Norway. It's actually called uh, Embla. So that's one of the things that we have in Norway. Your turn. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to be doing so much like local, uh, like. You're, are you going to be doing mostly myths, as in like um, myths of uh, your culture and things like that? Because I'm going to be doing mostly like, uh, I guess, more strange myths. But okay. that's fine. Yeah, yeah, we uh, see. I have I have some some other things that I I, I planned. I don't want to like spoil it for you. No, no. Okay. Um, just getting an idea of how what what we're doing here. But uh, did, did I just sent you a link to something yep. uh if you want to check out the pictures you don't really need to check out anything else i just wanted you to check it out but this is a place apparent uh it's called it's called uh the temple of oculus anubis which is a what? place yes in damascus so, so strange oregon and uh there's a lot of different conspiracy theories about this place um apparently from the research I've seen done on it. It's owned by a um, opt- ophthalmologist who uh, is just a really rich guy who apparently likes uh, Egyptian art and things like that. But if uh, there's a lot of people who have done a lot of like, uh, what would you call it? making up stories about this place kind of but in a way where they find information about it um making conspiracy theories about this whole thing because people see this and if you look at the pictures bro it looks kind of intimidating right yeah i would not go in there so like there's this giant gate with like a sun at the top with like dragons around it and uh lions and there's uh pyramids uh, at the front gate, like little pyramids, and then at the end of the driveway, you see this giant white statue of like um, a, an Egyptian god of some type. Uh, I guess uh, it's supposed to be a god of like war and uh, and things like that is what it what I read up. But I guess this place also had a two million dollar uh, bid out to people people in the area to build underground and he- heated and ventilated tunnels that ended up get getting builded in this place. So it has this place also has a huge series of underground tunnels underneath it. Um uh-huh. and na- and this is where it starts to get weird. Then people started searching into this guy's background and uh apparently made some connections to Heaven's Gate, the cult. Uh, yeah through this guy's um, business dealings. So it's strange, but then I, I I heard this like years and years ago and it was like all over the place. People were like going there and take, you know, getting their photo taken so they could put it on their Facebook page in front of the gate and things like that. Yeah. And then one year I did a, f- a festival and I met up, met these people who I was working at the stage and there were these two clowns who were yes of course they were they clowns, were clowns. <laughs> yes and they you know they did like a, a children's act and so right. um they 
somebody was talking about this or they saw it on on their page and they were like, oh, yeah, we did a birthday party there. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, those people are really cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a, a big myth and a lot of like just conspiracy theory that probably means nothing. Either that or these people just um, cult members who like uh, love their kids and want them okay. to have cool, cool birthday parties. So, yeah. Interesting, though, if people want to go check it out. Wow. Hey, Luke, have you heard of Trolls? Yeah, I've heard of the movie Troll, too. Yeah. And Troll, too. And two. Troll, <laughs> We know that Trolls live in the countryside of, of Norway. And uh, those who have been touched by uh, sunrise will immediately turn into stone. Or even mountains. People in Norway who wanted to avoid uh, misfortune should set a plate of Christmas porridge outside the door, and I did have done this, or in the barn, uh, to sweeten the old and small barn gnomes. A young lady should not knit a sweater for her boyfriend, because uh, then he will leave her. And this is like troll myths. I was like, what? Say that last one again? Yeah. A young lady should not knit a sweater for her boyfriend because then he would leave her. Okay. So Mm -hmm. he's supposed to get somebody else to knit it for them, I guess? I don't know why. (laughs) Okay. But but, uh, this is, like, weird. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is, like, trolls. Because I love trolls. And, And as Luke says... Uh, Troll is a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, why haven't you seen it? It's not good, but yeah, go ahead. What? The Norwegian movie Troll? Oh, the Norwegian movie Troll. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the American. The Troll Hunter. I know I'm, I'm talking about Troll, troll. Hunter. Yeah. Right. Yes, that is good. Yeah. You you seen that Norwegian movie actually? Yeah, but, yeah. You told me to watch it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And you watched it, and you liked it, and it was kind yes. of cool. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was good. Uh, I'd watch it. It's, it's a movie I'd watch again. Like, yeah. But uh, it's kind of weird that we like sit uh, set a plate of Christmas porridge outside the door. I've done that so many times. I can't like when you were younger, or you yeah. you still. No, I don't still do it because guess what, Luke? I don't believe in trolls anymore. Oh, okay. But that was something when you were growing up. It was like a Christmas yeah. thing. Everyone okay. did it. Everyone. Did so, people still do that? You think? You think kids still? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. It's, it's super. It's super uh, popular. Do you so guys leave my... leave cookies out for Santa, or is that no. maybe like? No, that's okay. Maybe that is where we got that leave out the cookies for Santa. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. So that's my second myth. No, oh, okay. Um, I have one uh, from. Uh, it's a place called uh, Mount Adams in uh, okay. Washington State, which is right above me, uh, a bit above me. Um, and this place is known to be one of like the most active UFO sites in America. Uh, it says Popular Mechanics did a countrywide study and issued a report of its findings in an article called "U.S. Maps." 
of the top UFO hotspots and how to report a sighting. Uh, Yakima, Washington ranked fourth in the nation for the most UFOs uh, spotted in a less populated county. Really? This tally was counted from 1947 through 2005. So that's a wow. over a really long period. And in 1947, the first modern UFO sighting in America was reported in the same area, right over Cascade Mountains, uh, Mount Adams. So this place is known. Uh, there's like, Apparently there's a ranch there called ECETI, uh, where you can go and there is apparently enough activity out of this over the top and around this mountain that these people are making money where you can go there just to uh, check out the UFOs. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that um, big myth of that uh, this is this if you I saw a YouTube page where somebody was like there's a vortex in the side of Mount Adams where UFOs are coming out. <laughs> and that, they, it, <laughs> Sorry. That's like a access point to inner earth or something like that. So Right. Yep, that's a fun myth from here. Uh, hey, Luke, have you heard of Draugen? Like dragons? No, no, Draugen. No, I have not. On the coast of Norway, fishing was the main resource for living. And the thing they most afraid of was Draugen. Because Draugen could come in many different shapes and forms. But the one we were the most afraid of was a dead guy sailing the half-ship. If Draugen came sailing alongside their boat, it told them about bad weather and storm coming. And the sea would calm, uh, claim many lives. Uh, uh, it was not allowed to complain how, how much uh, fish you got, and you could never count the fish before you stopped fishing for the say uh, for the day, and there were only and there uh, and were on your way home, and if you did uh, get lucky, uh, you would uh, and also getting lucky in life. So Draugen is a fishing myth. Draugen. So it's like a combination of a bunch of myths that's kind of like a lifestyle? Is that what it is? No, it's it's more like uh, when I heard of Draugen when I was small, it was kind of a sea monster. It's a sea monster. Oh, okay. I see. That can come and kill you. Ah. Uh, and like... Uh, and you do those things to drag- ward it off. I see, okay. Yeah, and and you and and but you can't like start to count how much fish you got because then dragon would come. Yeah, that makes example. sense. Okay, I get it. So so uh, if you started counting, um, my grandfather would say, "Stop doing that." Dragon would will come and take you. First Interesting. Step. Yeah. That's strange. But it sounds like dragon, but it's dragon. Yeah, so it's like a water dragon of some type. Yeah. Is that what it's supposed to look like? Is there any description of what it's supposed to look like? Um, it's, it looks like uh, a, dr- a, a dragon that lives under the sea, more or less. Yeah, okay. That makes sense, yeah. then. 
interesting how those words like are almost the same and it's like all the way across the world yeah i know Um, isn't that weird yeah that is strange um next one i've got is a it's a lot a haunted lighthouse uh there's a lighthouse called hecate head lighthouse which is in florence oregon hecate head okay yeah hecate head lighthouse in Florence, Oregon. Uh, it was built in 1894. Uh, this haunted lighthouse... It says, This haunted lighthouse is known to be haunted by a friendly elderly lady who appears as a smoky gray apparition. Her name is Rue. This gray lady had a, has a habit of moving objects when work is being done, especially at the keeper's house. Uh, a grave of a baby has been found uh, on Honk on Hecate Head Lighthouse ground and is believed to be possibly that of Rue's child. Mm. Rue was not only has not only been known uh, to move items, but also known to set off fire alarms uh, while workers are painting. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. Uh, opens and closes cupboards, doors, and she has been heard walking up and down stairs. So... I've actually been to this place, and uh, it's creepy, but I didn't see any ghosts. So, I went there in the daytime, of course. But so, when you mo- walked around on the mountain there in the United States, did you meet Huldra? Uh, no, I did not. No, what? It's an old <laughs> like local history about a creature called the blue. Uh, it's the blue. Uh, people and the Huldra. The story goes that it was the summer uh, drought in Vissadal and then it was impossible to find water like anywhere. But one day uh, they found water under the mountain in the hillside. They dig the hole where the water uh, came out but every time uh, they were uh, going to get uh, uh, water. They heard a noise coming from inside the mountain, but they told, uh, but they told uh, uh, this creature called Huldra that they would move to another uh, mountain, uh, so they would not disturb her after uh, anymore. After that, it was silent every time they uh, went there to get water. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. So in the old days, they used to exchange butter with Huldra. They made butter and put it in on the shelf in the like uh, in the dairy barn. Uh, they did uh, not say uh, anything about like doing that, but the morning after, the butter uh, they put there uh, was gone. And they said it belonged to Huldra. So they took the butter from the shelf, okay. and it was like very ye- yellow, and it was really like fine, the the butter that came back there the other day. And they were not they were allowed to exchange butter with Huldra. And good luck came to you and uh, the farm animals if you did this. Strange. <laughs> so that is Huldra. That must have been a lot of bad luck because I imagine a lot of people 
didn't find butter the next day. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's kind of strange. Yeah. I heard about Huldra. Huldra is really big enough. One of like our main like um, what I would call national treasures uh, called uh, Pergint. Uh, that is really like famous uh, around the world, especially in Egypt. Actually, because one of the scenes in Pergint. Uh, is in Egypt, and they actually had uh, um, a play of Pergint in the pyramids of of uh, of uh, uh, Egypt to celebrate the hundred anniversary or something. Hmm. So Interesting. Huldra has like been been in 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 Norwegian folklore forever. Right. Yeah. So that is actually my last one. Oh, okay. I got one more. Um, my last one. Uh, there, another mountain. Actually, this is interesting. There's a mountain in Upper um, California, Northern California, called Mount Shasta, uh, and it says uh, Mount Shasta has been a focus of non-Native American legends, c- centered on a hidden city of advanced beings from a lost continent of Lemuria. The legend grew from an offhand mention of Lemuria in the 1880s. Um, Oliver, uh, let's see. In 1931, Harvey Specter Lewis uh, wrote a book about Lemurians of Mount Shasta that was a bibliography of Mount Shasta describing, described as responsible for the legend's widespread popularity. Um, it's believed... Hmm. Lemurians lived in a complex of tunnels beneath the mountain and occasionally were seen walking the surface dressed in white robes. Uh, The belief has been incorporated into numerous occult religions, including I Am Activity, the Summit Lighthouse, Church Universal and Triumphant, and Cryon. I'm going to have to save those for uh, later episodes. Um, Yeah. But yeah, this uh, this whole legend is about uh, there is a it's uh, a continent called Lemuria that would have been off uh, the west coast of America at some point, and it sunk, um, and these people who lived there came to the mainland and then uh, made their their homes inside of Mount Shasta. That is the myth of this uh, mountain. Very interesting. Hmm. So uh, I, I guess I have a last like myth that I want to talk about, and it's okay. the, the 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 it's more a saying or everybody that believes that that comes here, especially if you come from the United States. I know I talked about this before, but we don't have polar bears in the street, like polar bears. Why why the fuck do you believe that? It's so strange for me. I think like, you just ran across one person at some point that believed this and and you think that all Americans no. believe this, but I don't think no, most I Americans met probably so do. So many Americans that asks me this. Especially they haven't yeah. been in, in the woods then apparently because like 
bears period don't like being around people so it should be pretty obvious that bears aren't walking around in the middle of town but if we don't but... have polar bears like on, on on the on the mainland at all in norway we have it right. in Svalbard. In Svalbard it's in the north 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 of of norway it's not even like connected it's a it's a island it's an island outside of norway right yeah there. We have uh, polar bears here in America. It's called Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, look. Mm-hmm. 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 Thank you. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I just, I just, uh, I know I talk about it every time, but but uh, we talk about like stupid things people believe about Norway. <laughs> that and trolls is like, I like uh, there's there were like four things, uh, four or five things I was always asked uh, for as a tour guide in Viglandsparken when I lived there. Uh, I I worked there for a summer, and and. I met so many t- tourists, look, and I, I in the thousands, and even, I would say like eighty percent like asked me the polar bear question if I have seen a polar bear. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I I will say eighty percent of them. I mean, it was got to be like city people, because like anybody who's been in the country knows that. See, seeing a beer, bear period is like pretty rare because uh, they are they tend to stay by themselves period uh, you know they don't they're not in groups unless they are it's a f- female with cubs and they stay way deep in the woods where most of the time people don't see them so do you know what at least those... where I am where I am and I would assume it's the same with you like they're gonna stay away from the populated areas God. and things like I that. I never seen yeah. a polar bear in my life before I went to the zoo <laughs> I seen one in a zoo and that I've seen one in a zoo in... yeah I, I and that zoo wasn't even in Norway <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh, but uh, um uh, do you know what the second thing they asked me was? Is it true that Norway wasn't part of Sweden? Like, that's my favorite thing to answer. I love when people ask me that. Why Why do you think we are a part of Sweden now? It's, it's uh, over like a hundred years since we have had anything to do with Sweden. So what's their, their question is... Uh... But again, is Norway the capital of no is 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 Norway a part of Sweden or is is no uh, is Norway uh, the capital of Sweden <laughs> Okay yeah that's it's it's so strange why, yeah. why do people believe that we have anything to do with Sweden and the third thing they asked me, uh, and this is going to be a little like obscure, um, but but uh, they asked me if they could pa- pay in dollars and in the stores. But that wa- was the third question they asked me. Actually, I wouldn't know that. I mean, I would assume you can't, but the, no, you that's, can't. Of course that you would can. be pretty obvious to me. Yeah. yeah. Because we have our own currency. Right. But I mean, like uh, sometimes in certain countries, uh, there will be tourist areas 
and where you know some businesses will take yep. other so, currencies. Yeah. And the fourth question was, have you ever met the queen or uh, the king? That was also the question I got. That's not a question that's going to be coming from Americans, but <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, really? Strange. Yeah. yeah. They asked me, yeah, have you met the queen or the king? And I was like, no. Yeah, Some days I every weekend. <laughs> I have to know for tea every day. Yeah. <laughs> I make I make tea and crumpets for them every day. <laughs> that's what uh, that's what we do in Norway. We make tea and crumpets for our royal family. But uh, it's kind of strange what 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 you Americans believe about Norway. It's strange. I I don't know if that necessarily people believe that. I think they just don't know uh up, up from down, you know what I mean? So they're just trying right. to get an idea, but who knows? And then they asked me always, like, can you teach us to curse in Norway, Norwegian? That was really fun for them for one strange reason. Uh, but uh, let's move on to the movie round. And uh, have you seen a movie this r- week, Luke? Yeah, I've got uh, to see a, uh, pur- the Purge election year. Um, yeah. And it's basically the exact same movie as the second one. It is. It was. I do like how they tried to tie it together uh, to the first movie with the one, yep. um, the one actor. Yeah. And then they have one actor that's tied to the second movie, so it's really loosely connected. Um, and it's very much like the second one, where it's very Hollywood, and they had to fit in all their specific stereotypical characters, um, which I didn't like. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what movie did I see? I saw a movie this week. Uh, it couldn't be that bad, good if I don't remember what it was. I'm trying to think. Um, or to to be completely honest, I'm looking uh, through my my uh, external drive. <laughs> what did I see this week? It was something that I didn't like. Uh, Sharknado, no, I talked a little about that. Uh, I like like every Sharknado movie, but I go into it believing it's going to be the worst crap of pile shit I ever seen, so I think that's why I like the Sharknado movies. Uh, They get crazier and crazier everywhere. Uh, every week, I was going to say. No, I can't remember what I saw this week, so it was probably not that good. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, Sharknado. <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> no. No, I remember. Yes, that was, was what I saw this week. I saw a hologram for a king. Ho- a hologram for a king. Sorry. That's okay. I saw. Have you heard about that? No, what is it about? Uh, hologram for the king. Uh, no, um, yeah, it's 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 kind of weird uh, because it's uh, a Tom Hanks movie, and uh, okay. yeah, it it and, and it's uh, directed by. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, he directed something really good. Uh, 
uh, what is his name? I am looking on IMDb now. Uh, he has. Uh, this episode is going to be called "Fro Tries to Remember." Yeah, because I, do you know my my like uh, uh, election of of memory of things have been totally destroyed. Um, but I, it's uh, yeah, he made Shatem. He made uh, the perfume. He's a French French director. He's he's really good. Uh, he made Cloud Atlas, for example, but uh, not a good movie. But yeah, this this has gone uh, through, and it was uh, really critically acclaimed with Tom Hanks, and it's about this failed American businessman that likes uh, he he. He looks to recoup his losses by traveling to Saudi Arabia and trying to sell his ideas and things to the wealthy monarch. And it's not good. Mm. I watched, right. uh, I, I think I watched half of it and I gave up. Ah, all right. So Critically that's... acclaimed and terrible. So there you go. Yeah. So let's talk about the movie of this week. Let's talk about Jason Bourne. So this is the fifth Jason Bourne, by the way. Yes, it is. I don't know why it's called Jason Bourne, but I know who I am. Probably because it's going to be the origin story. It looks really Jason Bourne-y. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, it does. I remember everything. Did you like the three first movies? Uh, the fourth one? I think I saw the first two. I don't think I saw the third one. Okay, the three first one are good. The fourth one eh, is... It's a, yeah, it's alright. I always just thought it was a standard action movie, and everybody else seemed to like it a little more than I did. But. Yeah, I mean, this looks like every other action movie I've ever seen, this trailer. Yeah, I'm not uh, that exciting other than it's all green grass and he does movies like this. Mm -hmm. He does Jason Bourne and then he does it really good other than the fourth one. The fourth one was horrible. I, I hated the fourth movie. But uh, this looks really Jason Bourne-y. So. It has a lot of actors that, uh, that I like as well. It has a lot of looking through uh, telescopes in this trailer. <laughs> and there's like three shots through like a telescope or like through a scope on a gun. And then, yeah. <laughs> but Tom Lee Jones is in this. I need to talk. Yeah, and he's wrinkly. Wrinkly Tom Lee Jones. I liked Tom Lee Jones. People safer because of what you did. There's a lot of maps on computer screens in this trailer as well. But uh, it has a really high box office number. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that wasn't real, if you've seen <laughs> Mythbusters. <laughs> Nothing in this movie is real. Look. Oh, these, that's the whole point of these movies, that they're supposed to be fairly, like, um... Uh, realistic as far as the action goes and not be like super over the top 
that's kind of the idea behind the Born series. Um, right. But it's the description. It's been 10 years since Jason Bourne walked away from the agency that, that trained him to become a deadly weapon. Hoping to draw him out of the shadows, CIA director Robert Dewey assigns hacker and counterinsurgency expert Heather Lee to find him. Uh, this got 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. And it has 57% on Rotten Tomato, according to it me. It has uh, 57 according to me as well. Oh, cool. Maybe it was just a weird week last week. Yeah, who knows what happened with that. Uh, <laughs> I thought about it like after after the show, and I was like, how is that even possible? Uh, but it just must be like country time delay difference or something like that. That's my only yeah. thought. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, the Born Legacy was the last one. Uh, that has a 56 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's almost the, the same. Yeah, the first three movies has 83%, 81%, and 93%. 93% for the last movie in that third movie. And I actually agree, the third one is the best. So if you have seen the two first movies, you should really see the third one, because that's the best one, hmm. actually. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I didn't like the second one, so there you go. I think I just that's where I was like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah. It's where a little, did you? F- it doesn't have enough. Like, it doesn't engage me enough. It's like, okay, I get it. Uh, your action hero. I got it. Right. I, I get the point. <laughs> where did you find your review? Yep, I went to the Facebook page and got a review from there from a guy named Daniel Parker. Uh, it says, "I saw it last night. It was very actiony." And very borny. It made me... Yeah, that's why I laughed when I heard you say that. I was like, oh, that's exactly what this guy said. Exactly the same. Okay. It said, I saw it last night. It was very actiony and it was very borny. It made me sad. I was hoping they had a new idea for the franchise, but it's the same movie over again. Save yourself some money and watch any of the, any one of the pre- previous four movies. Yeah. So... I have a half-star review from John C. From Rotten Tomatoes. The camera was constantly moving. Very distracting. My three-year-old granddaughter is steadier with the camera. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I saw a lot of that on, on the Facebook page about how people hated the action scenes because yeah. it was like handheld and like you couldn't tell what was happening the whole time and like I saw one uh, thing where the lady said uh, there was a lot of good action and car chase scenes and I really would have loved to have seen them if the camera wasn't flying around all over the place. He continues a little camera movement does uh, add uh, to suspense but movement in the movie was ridiculous as an example in one scene the actor was standing still with a close up camera shot off a text being read. The camera moved so much, I couldn't read the text message. <laughs> Other camera techniques were so also distracting, such in, uh, um, international very slow refresh rate, so the movement was very choppy and things began 
out of focus in select scenes. A great movie if you stand to watch it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think this is what I'm going to be seeing, but uh, no, I don't know. We are going to uh, watch Excursion instead. What? Or w- that thing I sent you with the horses. Oh, equestrian. We're gonna equestrian. We're gonna right. We're gonna watch horses. Yes, yes we're going to watch horses instead. But yeah, I I don't know if I I am going to see it. I'm not going to see it in the movie. I'm going to illegally download it when it comes to that. Yeah, or find it somewhere, right? Yeah. But uh, let's uh, talk about Brain Dead and why I don't want to do the next episode. Previously on Brain Dead. Well, it happened. It finally happened. Laurel's got bugs in her brain. Guess I didn't see this coming. Isn't supposed to happen to the main character I hope her head does not explode Like other heads exploded thrice before Abby's dead, Stacy's infected Garrett's jealous and rejected Mean old Anthony got face punched out the door There's no one left to dry your tears Hide your heart Protect your ears. So, Brandab, episode six. Different uh, music, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is weird music. And it had nothing to do with anything else, and that was a great beginning, and I was like, huh, I wonder if this episode is going to be kind of weird. And uh, uh, it was just different music, you know, it just didn't have the same beat, uh, kind of had the same uh, concept as far as like a little joke thing. But but uh, I uh, hated, I hated this week episode so much that I asked you to do it. I'm... I don't understand why it was so bad that you couldn't do it, but... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead and describe a little bit of why you didn't like this episode. I think I, we will talk about it uh, when we come to those scenes in the episode. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so this week's episode is called uh, Notes Towards a Post-Reagan Theory of Party Alliance, Tribalism, <laughs> and Loyalty. Passed as a prologue. Mm. Um one interesting thing about the show that uh, we haven't mentioned, but every episode of this is written by a different person. So maybe that's a, a reason you didn't like it, Fro, is maybe you just didn't like the person who wrote this episode. Uh, but don't, don't worry, because next week you'll have somebody who's com- completely different. So we open uh, our episode, uh, episode six, uh, in Laurel's apartment. We pretty much just opened right where we started out um, last episode, uh, where she is getting the bugs in her ear and she's freaking out because uh, uh, she knows she's got bugs in her head. Uh, she calls I... not. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, can I call stop already here? 
because I'm I, I'm I'm asking you to follow the logic of the last episodes, right? Okay. Okay. In the last episodes, we have seen. Have you ever seen anyone feeling uncomfortable by getting this uh, uh, animals in their air? Uh, well, we've only seen one person actually get them in, the, in their ear and actually see it, and that was Red. And he was asleep at the time, and he woke up, and then his, uh, when he woke up, his brain fell out. So when he woke up, he had already his brain had already been eaten. So the, right. that's the only person we've actually seen besides Laurel. But uh, the pain the she's feeling, the pain she's feeling, look, wouldn't that wake Red up? Uh, I guess not. I mean, it, he was really, really drunk in that. Remember, what is happening? Oh, there's a yes. truck outside. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that sound? <laughs> I thought it was coming from you, but uh, yeah. Uh, he, remember, he was like pass out drunk in that episode. So, uh, I imagine when Stacy was in the bathroom getting attacked by the ants that she was freaking out uh, about them getting in her ears. But we didn't see that. So, but, but the thing here, I don't, I don't. I understand what you're saying. You're saying yeah. it doesn't uh, go uh, go with the other ones. But I think you're you're assuming that that's what happened with all the incidents. Is what happened with Red. But Red was passed out drunk, like he had drank in three bottles of liquor. So, but we, we, but, but everyone, and we never saw we anybody. We never saw anybody else after getting the, the boat. Yes. Every time it's cut away yep. before. Well, we we saw uh, one of the traditions we saw was the neighbors that got the, uh, the bugs yeah, in there, we, and right. they but but they are acting really calmly when they get the, this in the air. Here's the thing: I no, we I, didn't see them get them in, in their ear. We just saw the them go to bed. We saw the ants come in, and then we saw them the next morning. We never saw the actual part where the bugs were in their ear. So okay. Well, I, I I understand what you're saying, but I don't I don't know if it necessarily works with the logic from the uh, show because um, we never actually saw that. So maybe they did that on purpose specifically so they could have this scene. Uh, yeah, because mm. I wondered when. Remember when Ella, the bugs are going towards her, and then all of a sudden it just cuts off. I was like, why did they just cut away? That was very strange. But I think this is maybe the reason why. So. Mm. They didn't show any of those specifically, so they sh could show Laurel uh, struggling. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. All right. So where were we? Uh, oh, the she's very calling beginning. Nine one one. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so uh, she's freaking out. She gets the phone. She calls nine one one, and uh, the operator says, uh, "What's the problem?" You know, she says, "I got bugs in my brain," and uh, the operator says, "Okay, hold on one second. And she transfer, transfers her to another operator. And this operator is like, all right, hold. Um, somebody's on the way. We're sending an ambulance. And then you just see her, like, lean back and eat a carrot. So you know that she's not actually doing anything to help her. She's just, because uh, she didn't call any EMTs or anything. She's just letting the bugs go get her. So I assumed that she, she this lady uh, has the box. Right, and she's uh, the one in control of this nine one one operator uh, 
station. Right. So, um, obviously, we know the ambulance is not coming. But Gustav shows up because in the end of the last episode, he was running back to Laurel's apartment. So, uh, he shows up and he looks at her or he just says, you need to get the flowers out of the apartment. And she just looks at him and says, they're in. And uh, we get our opening um, brain dead title. And uh, when we come back, Gustav is talking on the phone with the 911 operator. And she's like uh, saying, oh, yeah, somebody's on the way. They'll be there in five minutes. Yep. Don't even worry about it. And then she just like hangs up on him or puts him on hold. Um, And he's like, what? You're putting me on hold? Uh, And he he gets call waiting and it's Gareth calling. Uh, okay. Because and I, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I want to stop you there as well. Where is Gareth? At his office, I assume. Okay. How far is it from Gareth's office to where Laurel lives? You think? Uh, I guess not that far. I guess not that far uh, either, but uh, she she, has- she she called Gareth like right after she uh, or no she was on the phone with Gareth right after the operator because he called her and then she said she couldn't right. talk then he called her back and Gustav talked to him but I have a little problem with the timeline here because it's a little too fast from where right. yeah. he, he he is he just gets there uh, uh, yeah. But I yeah. guess we don't really know where he is, number one. Uh, we don't know if he's af- at his office. Like, It looks like he's at his office, if you look right. at it. But there's just like the windows in the background, so you can't really tell. But it looks mm. like it. And we don't really know how far away Laurel's office is from her house. But we do know Laurel doesn't have a car. So it can't be that far. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. It does seem strange. But they, they do kind of point it out in a way, almost breaking the fourth wall in a second where, when Laurel does something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this part I didn't understand because this didn't make sense. Actually, yeah. this is the next part. Now, now we come to my biggest grievance of this episode. By All right. The way. This is the only part, that, in, at least in this scene, because this is just one really big, long scene that uh, try to get through. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, the... 911 operator puts Gustav on hold uh, and then Gareth uh, calls, he talks to Gustav and Gustav is basically like I can't talk right now uh, you, and you can tell Gareth is like okay something's wrong and he leaves his office um, and right after this happens the doctor lady shows up yep I have and a problem with I this I didn't understand why, why was she there, there? I'm so glad we have the same problem. This is my my thought, is that um, in the last episode, when Gustav was uh, trying to call Laurel, he probably called her. That's what I assume. Because remember, he was trying to get a hold of Laurel, but he couldn't. So he probably called her. I'd have to go back and look at the last episode to see if that was in the episode. But um, yeah, that would make sense. So she shows up. And uh, uh, and um, Gustav they, plays some freedom punk. <laughs> uh, right, but before that, uh, they sh- she shows up and uh, Gustav's like, "All right, we got to figure out a way to get these bugs out of Laurel's head." So he's like, "Where's your bacon?" 
that's the first thing I thought of too. Is <laughs> like remembering the passed yeah. out guy on the on the bed, and Gustav uh, realizes that uh, Laurel is like a super healthy eater, so all she's got in her fridge is like vegetables and things. But she's got some salami, so Gustav comes over there and he's putting the salami on the side of on the side of her head, and uh, then he's she's naming out presidents to kind of keep her mind occupied, but it's hurting her head. So Gustav realizes that using the left brain, uh, the logical part of your brain, that is where the bugs went in. They went in the left ear. So he realizes you can't combat them by using lo- your, the logical part of your brain. You have to fight them on the opposite side, I guess. Uh, so they find everything right-brained, like music and uh, anything to keep her mind occupied uh, away from thinking is the idea, right? Yeah. And alcohol. Right. So they like turn on the TV and put it on uh, some old uh, comedy Laura, sketch. And, Lauren and Hardy. Yeah, it was Lauren and Hardy. That's right. And they, she's she's just pounding alcohol out of the uh, bottle and uh, watching porn. And he's, right. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, music blasting. Right. And uh, they do. It's a really everything's totally going nuts at this point. You're like, these people are totally crazy. And they, right then they do this exterior shot of the building that yeah. cuts away from the music and it's all quiet. And all you see is like it, the building they're in and you see one window has the light on and <laughs> yeah. in there with a bottle of liquor, like pounding it and jumping up and down like a crazy person. That shot was very funny. Um, and uh, right. And so they realize that it's helping, but uh, it, it definitely not doing enough because every time they stop Laurel, it hurts her head again. So they have to do something more. Like Fro said, they go, all right, we better get uh, sex. So they have Laurel watch porn. And <laughs> right when she starts watching porn, um, Gareth shows up at the yeah. door. And Laurel I, looks at the camera. Just... Laurel yeah. almost looks directly at the camera and says, of course he shows up. Now, yeah, yeah, I think that is breaking the fourth fourth wall, and I did not like it. Oh, they do that a bit in the show. Actually, they do some funny things in the show where they're like, point out yeah. that like I I didn't like I didn't like this look. I I did not like this explanation. Yeah, because... no, that's fine. But you just gotta you just explain yourself, and then we'll move on. <laughs> you yeah, don't have to I... like everything. It 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 is uh, it makes me it makes me think that uh, they are fucking with us, and I I I it's okay for a show to tell you that we are uh, fucking a little with you, and I think that's kind of cool. And I mean, I'm all I'm all for. Yeah, I mean, let me finish. I'm all for like uh, breaking the fourth wall when it's needed. This this show is trying to be somewhat. Uh, that was uh, the only part in the whole show where they did that, <laughs> and yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't like overtly. It's not like she said looked right at the camera. She did it, and it was done in a way where it wasn't overt. But uh, yeah, it was a war. They have enough for me to understand that what they were doing that. I would compare this to the time in the episode where. Uh, Gustav said he was like meeting up with her and he's like don't don't turn around and then she instantly turns around 
that's the kind of breaking the fourth wall I'm talking about. It's like they're doing it in a way where they're saying, uh, you know, most shows would do it, do this. And in this scene, she was just going, oh, my gosh, this is happening exactly how it would normally happen in every show like this. That's, right. that's what they were doing. They weren't overtly doing uh, breaking the four, fourth wall. They were doing it in a clever way. I, so. I don't think it was clever. Oh, okay. Agree to disagree. Um, but but so so my my other like uh, really complaint of this episode comes because uh, when they go and having uh, because they go and kiss and they have sex. Gareth and and uh, Laurel. The amount of bugs coming from her ear and out the door when they are fucking. Would not he see those bugs? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm okay. going to have to clarify what you're saying because I think you're completely confused. And that might be what, what the problem is here. Okay. okay, so what happens is they have sex. And she. they not only have sex, Laurel has a chocolate bar and a piece of salami. And she's like eating them. And, and he's uh, he's having sex and she's like, just keep going. Uh, you got to do it faster. Like, and she gets on top of him. She finishes off, obviously, and she basically yeah. just passes out. Yes. Uh, and at this point, I look at her, and no bugs or anything are coming out of her ear. And so, next scene we go to, uh, actually, in the middle of them having sex, I missed something because we, because we, you went off on a tangent. But um, okay, sorry. During that part. <laughs> The part where they're they're having sex and in the middle of it they just cut away to the other room and yeah. Gustav and the doctor are sitting there and <laughs> Gustav just looks at her and says, "You know, have you ever noticed in horror movies black people die first? First, yeah, I love that." And part. then they just look at each other and they cut back to Laurel and him having sex. Uh, yep. so good. Um, and okay, so after they have sex, uh, Laurel passes out and in the other room with Gustav and the doctor. From outside of the apartment, under the door, come the ants. Yes. Um, and Gustav catches one of them before they leave the apartment again. But isn't that from her ear? No. Those are from outside the apartment. Because that's the no, door. No, 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 no. That's yes. from the bedroom do door. It's from the no. bedroom door. I'm looking at it right now, and it's not. And I watched it. I watched this episode three times. So I can guarantee you, you that sure? it's from outside. Yes, no I'm bugs looking... come out of her head. I bet in future episodes, what's going to happen is the bugs that are still in her head, we're going to realize that they're like uh, the yeah. other bugs are able to track her or something using those dead bugs. You know, see what I'm saying? But yeah, no bugs ever come out, out of Laurel's ear. They're still in her because head. When even, she even after collapse... the episode. Okay, yeah. when she collapses in the episode, because I'm looking at it as well. Then they see uh, the bugs coming out of the, the bedroom door. I'm 100% I'm looking at it now. I'm watching it as well. And they, they, they jump on the couch. That is not from outside. It's from the, uh, the bedroom door. Because when it comes to, towards them, he sprints to the kitchen. And the kitchen okay. is in... I'm looking at it. Okay, Gustav jumps on it. It goes to the left of the trash can and goes out the door. Gareth yes. comes out on the yes. right of the trash can, meaning they went out the other door, not the bedroom door. No, so they came from the uh, bedroom no, door. they came from outside. 
Yes. No, because they, they're going thinking outside. they came. I'm t- I'm telling you, Fro, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Watch the whole scene again. Okay. Okay. Watch where the trash can is. The bugs okay. come in the door. Trash can is on the right of the door they come in. Okay. All right. Okay. When Gareth comes out, the trash can is on the left of the door Gareth comes out. That's... They come out a different door than Gareth, meaning they didn't come out of the bedroom. Yes. Yep. But they are going out the door, not in. They didn't come in. Why Why would would the bugs turn around? Okay, here's what happened. Um, <laughs> she killed the bugs in her head. This is what I'm Fine. assuming. The bugs that were outside, like not in the apartment, they are out in the hallway of the apartment building. They came in because they wanted to try to get Laurel, uh, get more bugs in her head because she killed the bugs that were in her head. The bugs came in and realized that the there were other people in the apartment and they ran away, but Gustav was uh, able to catch one of them. Uh, yes. You were just confused. That's all. Okay. Because I was I, thinking... I can understand how you would make that... Because con- the way they shot it, it is a bit yeah. confusing. But if you watch it and where the trash can is, yeah, yeah. they did uh, come I out, see out of... I see. Uh, I agree okay. with you. So, yeah, but uh, the end of the scene, uh, Gareth walks out, and he's kind of like, it's super awkward, because he was aren't basically, you, aren't was basically you like... Used 15 minutes discussing where the ants came from? <laughs> oh, it, it's, it make, I was wondering, I was like, I don't know how Fro could hate this episode that much, but I, it, it must have been that he got confused by something at some point, and that, mm-hmm. I could see how that would be confusing, but... Yeah, because um, I told... Especially the ants, because you would assume... That the ants came out of Laurel's head, right? Yes. I but, assume they come from her head when they had sex. Because the way they edit it, it makes it seem like it came from the bedroom and into... Okay. I think you just assumed, but because uh, I didn't think that at the time. But uh, yeah. Because the shot uh, just after that is where we see the ants. And I had the problem right. with how many fucking ants is it in her head that Garrett didn't see it. Right, except, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't come out of her head, so. Right. Uh, uh, where were we? Uh, okay. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Gareth comes out. He's super embarrassed because it was basically, <laughs> like, they, these three people just kind of tricked him into having sex with Laurel. Yep. And she was, like, just passed out on him. And now he's, like, taking the walk of shame. You know what I mean? Yeah. And right, right in front of Gustav and the other lady, and they're just kind of like, all right, bye. And he's like, uh, that was weird, because he's having sex with her, and she's like eating chocolate and a big giant piece of salami. Yeah. Yep. Very fun. I, the whole scene was well done, and it was like a 10-minute scene, this, yeah. this scene. Was. Uh, and it was like, boom, 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 things hitting you in, in the face like over and over again. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, so it was I'm, very confusing. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm we find out we used so much time on this, <laughs> <laughs> right? We're like way deep, and we've just barely started this episode, and we're almost like at an hour forty-five on our show. Um, <clears throat> I said I said I was angry about this because it didn't make any sense for me, right? And when, to, when some when of it, it obviously didn't make sense just because it was confusing, so. Right. All right, that's why we do this sometimes, is because there's been. Uh, I remember one episode of um, The Path that we did, and I didn't understand it at all. And then when you two uh, went over it, I was you guys explained it to me, and I was like, oh. And it made way more sense to me after um, we did the show. So, yeah. 
that's that's a good thing about doing these uh, the way we do these. But. So uh, find out Laurel's okay, and Gustav caught one of the bugs. Uh, hmm. So next we cut to uh, Red's office, uh, and Red and Ella are arguing about refinancing the CDC, which uh, we didn't mention last time, I guess, because we were just it, last time's uh, review was a little weird, but. Uh, it means the Center for Disease Control in America. So it's the people who take care of diseases. Um, and Gareth is there, and he, uh, Luke is there, and they're basically arguing about uh, how much money they should give uh, the Center for Disease Control. So they cut over to Gareth, and he's uh, contemplating Laurel. It's pretty obvious, because they haven't talked since they had sex. And Laurel is contemplating Gareth in, at her in her office, and um, it looks like she's about to pick up the phone and call him. But when she picks up the phone, somebody is already calling her, which um, I haven't had that happen in years. Uh, but probably because I don't use landlines anymore. And um, <laughs> who does? <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. I right, haven't Laurel. used the line uh, landline. For many, many, many years. Right, and that's the only place that would happen where you would pick up your phone and it would be somebody, yeah. Uh, somebody would already have been calling you. But uh, when she picks it up, it's the doctor lady, and she's just asking uh, Laurel if she's okay and saying, hey, if you have any problems, get you know, get in touch with us. And uh, Laurel asks, oh, do you think the way we you know, got the bugs, at, uh, fixed the bugs in my head, do you think we could do that to my friend Stacy? who was the reporter from the previous episodes um, that got the bugs in her brain from, you know, uh, the lady who jumped off the balcony, right? Um, so then we cut to the uh, to the doctor's office, where and they're studying the bug uh, that they found, that Gustav got, and they're cutting off, like, one of its legs. Um... So she can do, uh, oh, so she can check the me chemical composition of it. And when they cut off the leg, uh, <laughs> the leg starts to crawl around on its own after oh, they cut it off of the bug. This is so creepy to watch. Right. And Gustav looks at it and goes, are bugs supposed to do that? Yeah. Are supposed to do that? And then oh. she says, uh, that's weird. And he goes, I think it might be from outer. And she goes, don't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah in the last two episodes they keep cutting Gustav off whenever he tries to say these bugs are from outer space every time he tries to say it they're like nope uh, don't say it don't even talk about it mm. but uh, Laurel calls Stacy and he she said she sets up a date with her um, she says she wants to give her some information uh, that that's under undercover information so she can report it and she wants to give it to her. But in, in reality, she really wants to trick her into getting her uh, to try to get the bugs out of her head. Uh, so we cut to Laurel's office. And this is where we get our constituent. And he's mad because his nearest polling place is 40 minutes away. But it used to be right down the street. You OK? This is so good. No, okay. I, I'm, I'm just I, I like this much. OK. And uh he said, uh, "He says, your sen the senator of Maryland here 
that's who, who they said I needed to talk to about getting this polling place fixed because that's who is the one who changed it. And she said, are you sure it's this senator and it's not Red Wheatus? And he's like, I don't know who the hell. <laughs> I, I'm just a guy who wants a place to like vote. And she's like, all right, I'll go talk to him. So she goes to Red's office. And Red uh, invites her in and then starts basically threatening her, saying uh, to go back to L.A. And that she is obviously the the bleeding heart of her and her brother. And she he thinks she's the one that's pushing her brother to do the things like uh, help out this sick, uh, sick uh, veteran like he did in the last episode. Right. Um, and he's like basically saying. I can predict what your brother's going to do, but you're super unpredictable. But if you listen to this conversation, he was also saying it in a way where it was like he wanted to get rid of her because the unpredictability I think he, that he's talking about is the bugs, her getting the bugs out of her head. Mm. I think he knows about it. So it was kind of... Um, That's really interesting. Talking, yeah, he was talking about one thing, but also talking about... Uh, the bugs i think i wasn't thinking that way at all so it's interesting yeah. that you bring it up yeah i mean if you listen back to it he's threatening her in one way yeah. but at the same time he's kind of doing it in a way where he's like saying you're so unpredictable we can't predict what you're gonna do so we want to get you out of here mm. so uh laurel notices all these maps all over like uh the desk in red's office and there's one kind of like on the wall she's like what are all these maps for and, and red starts kind of like gathering them up and hiding them from her uh, and at this point, Gareth comes into the office and she goes and talks to Gareth and says, uh, she basically accuses Red of gerrymandering, uh, which if you know what that is, do you know what that is, bro? No. Uh, the definition, I guess, manipulating the borders of an elect electoral, con uh, oh wait, no, to manipulate the borders so as to favor one party or class. So mm -hmm. they're they're changing the borders of where the uh, polling places are to uh, make it harder for people who aren't going to vote Republican or Democrat, depending on who is gerrymandering it. Uh, they make it harder for those people to vote. That way, less of them vote. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of accusations of this from the Republicans uh, before this election, this presidential election, actually. What a shock. What a shock. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Republicans think bad things about Democrats? Can't be true, Luke. No, it's never true. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> basically at this point, uh, Gareth says, all right, I can't talk about business right now because there's too much. I can't talk to you about business because we, we have this whole, you know, white, <laughs> white elephant in the room. You know what I mean? We uh, fucked. <laughs> right. We had, and you were eating chocolate uh, and uh, um, salami. But yeah, so they go for. She's like, all right, let's get out of here. We'll go for a walk. So they go to talk about it. <sighs> and Laurel basically lies to Gareth about the bugs being in her head. Because I don't think she. W for some reason, she doesn't want him to know about it. And I think it's because she doesn't yes. want. I don't think she. Well, right. But at this point, I don't think she wants him to know because he might use it against her brother. Right. Is why she's not telling him. Right. Uh, but at this point, they st they're talking and they're basically dating now because they they go. All right. 
Gareth says, um, I just want to have a normal relationship where, you know, I tell my friends, oh, I don't know, maybe she's not the one for me. And then it turns out I get suckered into us dating for week for years and years. That's what he says. And she's like, I want that, too. So at this point, they're dating. They are so cute together, Luke. I like them together. I want them to live happily in a white house with picket fences and three and a half dog. I want right. that. And that. and it's still the uh, because the reason they had to leave is because we're still getting kind of the Romeo and Juliet story because one's a Republican, one's a Democrat, and they can't be seen together uh, in the office talking about them having sex together. So even though it's pretty obvious, Red already knows. Um, probably, oh. and I think the way Red, I think the way Red knows is because of the ants. Oh, you think the ants are telling him? Yes, I think Tell that's him. how he knows uh, that they had sex, and and that, and that, and that, I think that goes into that same conversation about uh, from earlier. But okay, so uh, at the end of this conversation, is uh, she's like, okay, I'd really like us to just have a normal um, relationship, and he's like, I would love that too. We just need to get past this, and she goes, yeah, we can get past this, and he's like. And she goes, "Why can't we?" And he goes, "Well, because you were, because you were asking me to go faster while eating salami, salami and chocolate." <laughs> <laughs> That's his answer. I like that answer. Right. So next, we cut to uh, Gustav and the doctor, and they're meeting with this guy from the CDC named Doctor Wu. Uh, Woo! I, don't think I don't think we've seen this guy before, but I remember. I do remember in one episode he was. Uh, when they were talking about uh, the, the if the drugs were causing people's heads to explode, he was being interviewed on in on one of the TV programs. Right. Which actually we we haven't gotten um, any of the fake reporters any of fa uh, fake reporting uh, in a while on this show. No. That might be like I said because we have different writers for every episode. Who knows? Yeah. But it, they seem to have been doing a good job of connecting everything. So. Mm -hmm. The bones um, connected to the Lego bones. So. Yeah, so Gustav and, and, and the doc are meeting up with Dr. Wu, and they give him the Woo! bug because they say it, they can't figure out what it is because they did a chemical analysis, and it's 90% potassium chloride and 10% unknown. And he's like, all right, well, the potassium chloride, that explains people's heads exploding <laughs> because that's extremely flammable. Um, but we'll have to check out the unknown. So he takes it, and they're trusting this guy uh, to uh, that he doesn't have bugs in his brain for some reason. Not really sure why. Guess because yeah. they have. To. Um. Next, we cut to the uh, CDC budget hearing, where they're all there, and, and they're trying to vote on the bill to pass this, uh, to pass money to the CDC, to get them started up again, and Red. Uh, he asks about a CDC zombie comic that it that is uh, made by the CDC. Um, and would you believe me if I told you this is real, Fro? I would not believe you. Well, it's real. <laughs> I will send you a link to it. Here is from the CDC.gov website. It's called uh, Preparedness 101 Zombie Pandemic. This is a real comic book made by the what? CDC about zombie uh, uh, zombie preparedness. Why? Yes. Uh, like they said in the show, it's to get more people interested 
and young kids interested in uh, what the CDC does, like uh, oh my God, this is so looking funny. at diseases funny. and things like that. Wow. So, yeah, real. <laughs> Guess who's downloading this? All right. I looked at it a little bit. Uh, the, it's available in PD, PDF, so if anybody wants to go there, uh, go to the oh cdc.gov page, and I'm sur- sure you could just search on their page. For won't, you leave, uh, won't you leave a link in the subscription of the show? And on oh, the yeah, Facebook yeah. Uh, page. Actually, that's not a bad idea. I might post it up before. Um, and just Do that. Thing. Yeah. Because I'm so, looking yeah. at PDF now, and I want to quit this uh, call and read this and have fun. And, <laughs> and read this thing. Right. Well, we're, on, we're in our last little segment here, so. Oh, my um, God. This looks so good. Red says, is this what the CDC is wasting its money on? Comic books and brain uh, zombie brain bugs, which he's he says I heard this guy named Do- Doctor Wu is doing research of brain bugs. So th- this is a way for uh, Red is just stalling to try to make sure that Doctor Wu doesn't do any research on this bug. Yeah, um, see So we cut to the CDC and Doctor Wu in his uh, laboratory, Woo! and these security guards come in and they're like. We, we have to stop your research, and the main CDC head comes in and says, are you doing research on brain bugs? He's like, we got to shut you down. So they take the, the bug, and they put it in this like storage uh, facility. Uh, we come back to Laurel's office, and Gareth uh, has sent her the, all the gerrymandering info about um, uh, from Red, which she's not supposed to have, obviously, but... Uh, Really, he's doing a bad job. Uh, he's bad at his job at this point, <laughs> Gareth. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> uh, but I think he just doesn't like Red at this point because I think he's a different person he than he used to be. So, yeah. Um, I so like she Red. starts to map out all the info on these maps of the city. And people are looking in because she's like on the ground, like crawling around on her hands and knees, like mapping stuff out on these <laughs> giant maps. And people think she's crazy. And Luke comes in and says, well, if you're going to do this, make sure it's, uh, don't put it out there if you're not sure it's, like, uh, super crazy, which we'll get in a minute. Um, so later that day, the office floor is, like, covered in maps, and she's got, like, a lot of it uh, mapped out, and she's got all these black lines on, on it showing where the districts are. And she stands on a chair, and the districts look like crop circles. So mm. Red and his Republican friends have made all made the uh, di- voting districts look like a crop circle. And Why? So, don't know. <laughs> this is weird. Mm. I like. I really liked it, but it was weird. Um, so she calls. She calls in Gustav and the doctor, and they look at it. And Gustav says, starts saying because the bugs, you know, they're from out of this. And the doctor's like, nope. Stop it. <laughs> Doesn't allow him to say it. Uh, and uh, they realize at this point that Red is holding up the CDC vote to stop the bug research. So they know what his game is. And Gustav is ba- at this point, Gustav says, um, it's a chess game. Every time we make a move, the bugs make a move. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Gareth shows up, or she walks out of the office and Gareth is actually out there, trying to kind of avoid her, it looks like, but leave a note. 
<laughs> and um, they set up a date uh, for the next night for drinks. Uh, next scene, we cut to the nightclub. And this scene was, wow. I think this was my favorite scene in this episode, at least. But uh, <sighs> it was weird. It was really weird. And it was kind of out of place with the rest of the, like, whole series. Like, as far as the feel of it. I mean, the feel of the writing. But again, like I've said, every single episode is written by somebody different. So, it makes sense. And and that explains a lot about this episode. Because I just don't think this fits in uh, to anything. I don't know if I buy the explanations. There's too much coincidence in this episode for me to to enjoy it it's a little too much oh he he she was suddenly on the door oh he suddenly came on the door in the right way and also like we we talked comment oh we are clever we commenting on this to our audience because we understand the audience as is clever too we are clever I don't like that. I I didn't think it was trying to force it too much. Like I said, it only did it that one scene, so uh, I don't mind it. If it did it like all the time, I would be like, oh my god, this is annoying. But it does it like once, like every couple episodes. So, um, so we go to the night club, and Laurel meets up with Stacy. So she's trying to get her in a place where there's loud music and people are dancing. Um, and Stacy realizes what Laurel's trying to do. Oh, she, because she's not the fucking moron. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I guess so. Uh, and she's trying. She's trying to get Stacy to dance, but uh, she won't. Stacy basically at this point says, uh, "I know what you're trying to do. Don't try to fix me." Uh, and Laurel points out that she brought Stacy's ex, and Stacy's like. I don't care about him. Stacy's gone. And at this point, you realize that Stacy isn't even... Like, this is the bugs talking, not mm. Stacy. Yep. And I like she, that. Yeah. And the bugs are basically now talking directly to Laurel and not even pretending anymore. And they're like, yeah. we know what you're doing. We we know uh, your tricks. And we're one step ahead of you. We're going to we're gonna get you. And she's... She Didn't asked, you enjoy you, that? Uh, yeah. I, that's what I... When I said uh, this was one of my my favorite scenes is because of that is like it was it's there was like a switch that got turned. It was like, they, yeah, the, it was fake, fake trying to pretend to mm-hmm. Laurel. And once it realized that Laurel uh, knew what was up, it just yeah. flipped a switch and went, I'm the bugs now. And she's talking to yeah. the bugs inside of Stacy's head. I, and, I, 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 I can't say how much I enjoy that because there's there's something about that telling us that they are taking the audience kind of serious as well right well that's what what i when you the things you don't like that when they i wouldn't say they break the fourth wall but they kind of do those things i think it's kind of a nod to the to the audience saying oh we know you're smart we're not going to try to insult you uh most of the time but that's just me um so uh laurel asked stacy uh like uh are you trying to shut down the government and Stacy just says, there is no government anymore. And she just starts laughing and walks out. And I thought this actress did a good job of, like, switching up her, yeah. uh, the way she was doing it. Yeah, she did She did well. Um, 
So uh, the next morning, I guess, we ha- we have the doctor, and she's running in front of the Capitol. And there's, like, a group of people in front of her running the opposite direction on the path. Yep. And she's like, hey, how's it going? Kind of waves at them. And then as she's waving, one of them just runs right into her and knocks her over. And the other yep. one, like, runs over her. And just, like, they don't even, like, care that she's there. Um, and she gets her headphones knocked off. And one of the people that were in the group, she can hear, like, the music coming out of their headphones. And it's the song you might think by the cars <laughs> that this guy is listening to. Hmm. Have you heard that song before? Right. So we know all these people had bugs in their heads and they're probably knocking her over on purpose. Uh, so they, she's Think? this part, this part again, this was very like, this was the only, one of the only parts in this episode where I would say, man, this is a stretch. <laughs> right. What? So she's at her office and she's got a, busted up knees so she puts a band-aid on and um she looks up uh on this thing called pri.org which i looked it up and this is a real website public radio international uh, and she looks up something called the sound of spheres which is supposed to be i guess something about the sound uh, galaxies make um okay which i don't this part did you understand why she looked this up no. Because this was never referenced before, as far no, as I know. Never. It may have... Okay. So this was totally random. But it yeah. looks like she just looked this up because it's like something she listens to to relax. Because yeah. she starts playing it and she just kind of leans back in her chair and closes her eyes. So... It's kind of weird. Um, yeah. It was very... Very... Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into why it didn't wor- really work for me in a second. But we go to the CDC budget hearing uh, that's the next day. And uh, Mr. or Dr. Wu is being interviewed and uh, saying that they've stopped their research. And then uh, to stall this even more, Red kind of baits Ella by asking the CDC guys, hey, what do you guys do with your animals after you're done, you know, doing research on them? And they start describing how they, uh, you know, dispatch of animal uh, after they test uh, test on them. And yep. Ella is the Democrat with bugs in her brains, and she just kind of freaks out about this. Yep. And like Luke that. turns to Ella and he says, uh, "What do you like more, Republicans or or what do you hate more, Republicans or animal testing?" <laughs> and Ella just looks mad and just like storms out. I so love they've, that. They've stalled the CDC uh, hearing again for uh, another day. Yeah. Um, back at the doctor's office, she's listening to the space sounds and she hits fast forward on it and it, i don't know why but then she she kind of goes huh that sounds familiar and she fast forwards it a little more and she goes up to plus 16x speed on the on the thing yeah. uh, on the player and as she does this she switches over to like her itunes and she turns on you might think by the cars mm-hmm. and the sound of space at 16 plus X it's, has the same beat as yep. the cars you might think. <laughs> exactly. This was a bit of a stretch for me. A little? The funniest part, little, like, I I just, stretch. after finding the zombie comic book, I wonder if maybe it's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> if the cars actually just were like listening to this and they sped it up and they made a song out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, which 
after that finding out the zombie comic book was real, I I was going, "Oh, I don't know. I didn't find anything about that, but um okay. This was very Batman-y where it was like, "Oh, he said clock tower. We're g- that must mean yeah. he's he's going to be there at 12 o'clock. Like yeah. it was so uh just random kind of. I did not like this. I didn't really like it either, but it didn't really have an effect on the story so much, uh, except for just kind of convincing the doctor that, okay, maybe this actually is aliens. Yes, you know? but, but it's, 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 it's too so, convenient. It's too convenient, and, and uh... it felt a little forced and things like that. The one thing we got to remember about this episode is this is the exact halfway point of the series. So we're getting we're this was going to be inevitably have to do a lot of like um putting uh connecting story elements to move forward, you know. And this mm-hmm. was just one that didn't it didn't quite connect, you know. It didn't work right. for me. Like, it was for- a little it was fun. The concept is fun, but it doesn't work storyline-wise. Right. That what that is a good explanation because it doesn't work storyline. Like, if they would have explained earlier, like, um, this lady loves listening to this specific thing, and yeah. then it just ha- happens, she, oh, yeah. oops, I hit fast forward, and, yeah. It, I mean, they could have done it, but I just don't think they did it quite right. Um, no, they didn't do it quite right, and they didn't re- do it cleverly at all. I, I just felt like... But did you like the concept? Like, the idea of, of it, the idea that this song is the same as, like, the sound sure. of a galaxy. That's, I, uh, fun. That's a fun concept. That, In execution, that didn't really work. No, I, I, I did not buy it. Right. It was said there. And when I don't buy it, I, I get, I get frustrated. I. That's also one of the things I wanted to say. Stop. Let's talk about it. And I'm glad that you, you stopped at it because I have that on my notepad. This did not. Did this. This I agree. Angered me even more <laughs> about this episode. This was the part that definitely it was the one part that I would have gone. Okay, this definitely is a. It's awkward. It's too convenient just for storyline, and yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't well mapped out enough. But I continue. Agree. Yeah. At back at Laurel's office, uh, she shows Luke the the maps with the uh, crop circle designs on it, and he he looks at it and goes. Oh yeah, one time I saw a district that was shaped like Lincoln's beard. And she's like, "Don't you see? It's shaped like crop circles. This isn't weird." And he's like, "Doesn't matter to me. Those districts help us." And he points out all the ways that these are the districts are actually going to help the Dems. And she, him, and her basically look at each other and go, "Why on earth would they try to help us?" <laughs> yes. Uh... And. Uh, Luke's answer is, well, let's just chalk it up to stupidity uh, and let let it go. <laughs> I like that. That is the explanation. Right. Luke is a good character, definitely. So I, love, the, I love Luke. You know, yeah, we go to the C- CDC uh, budget hearing, and uh, Ella is, uh, sh- her answer to the whole animal testing thing, she says, we should double the CDC's budget to combat death. Yep. To find a cure to death. That's her answer. Basically also essentially shutting down the CDC because the Republicans would never agree to double the CDC budget. Especially not to combat death. Nope. 
Um, back at Laurel's office, uh, the doctor lady comes in, and she's just, she just says, there's a chance Gustav's right, and just points at the sky after <laughs> Laurel says, about what? And uh, they just look oh. at each other like, okay, this is, this is bad. We cut yep. to the CDC storage locker where the bug got put away, and we just hear, like, banging sounds and kind of uh, scratching sounds. Oh, uh, I love that. And it does a close-up of, of the little, um, what would you call it, like, drawer where they, yeah. they kept the bug, the locked drawer. And in our last scene, we go to Laurel and Gareth having their date uh, uh, getting drinks together like they had planned. And, Super um, romantic. Yeah, and Gareth says, let's start over. Let's just start this whole relationship over. And he says, hi, I'm Gareth. How's it going? Uh, and she says, hi, I'm Laurel. I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> and he says, okay, in the, uh, in the effort, effort of uh, truth, uh, why, are you why do you think you're going crazy? And she says, I think bugs are eating people's brains and making them stupid. <laughs> and he just kind of laughs it off like, oh, okay. And then she's looking at him like dead serious. Yeah. He like looks at her in the eyes. I love Takes that. a drink and goes, huh. Oh. <laughs> and then it just cuts off at the end uh, of the credits. Yep. So now Gareth at least uh, is going to find out uh, all about the bugs. So we're going to find out what Gareth thinks next episode. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, I would, uh, I would say this is the worst episode so far. I don't, I, I, I haven't really been keeping track of like good and bad episodes yet. So but this, I reminds, did, this had one yeah. part, one storyline part where I, I was like, that doesn't work. And that hasn't happened yet at all in the whole series. So okay. maybe I would agree with you. Yes. And, 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 and. It made me completely mad shit about uh, like I I haven't uh, I can't count how many times I watched uh, that fucking scene about with the ants because I was as well as you know like confused about that so I'm glad we got that <laughs> through got that figured out yeah, yeah I am uh, but I, I still uh, this this felt like o almost like that. Uh, O.J. Simpson episode that didn't fit together with all the rest. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, maybe a little bit, and especially since the opening song is completely different from everything yeah. else. And um, if this this episode felt like it was trying to get a lot done, yeah, and I think it did, but like in that one doctor scene, it tried to do it. You know, it just didn't yeah. do it correctly. Too fast. So. And too furious. <laughs> I appreciated where what what they did with this episode, but considering how good all the rest of the episodes are, I yeah. would probably agree with you that this is the worst episode. So disappointed. But that that's that's it's on it's on a um it's on a sliding scale or you know a bell curve because <laughs> the rest of it's so good. And actually, I should mention we didn't mention this, but uh, the ratings went back up this week good. after changing to Sunday, back up to a, a two point nine. It had a yep. three one. The, when it was on Monday, so yeah, that's good. Went down and then went back up when people found out uh, where it moved to. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm I I'm not going to say I'm worried about the next episode, but I am. Yes, yes, I will say that I am. Hey, look, I'm worried about the next episode. Huh. All right. 
I I'm just hope it it doesn't go in the direction we are seeing it going right now. Because I I don't I don't enjoy that. Okay. I, I, I'm not really sure where we're going right now. All I know is at the end of this episode, we know that now Gareth is probably either... There's two things that can happen here. Gareth is either going to be on their team and help them and believe her that uh, his boss has bugs in his head and everything, or Gareth is not going to believe her and he's going to turn on her, um, which I can see happening because we're getting close up to the end of the second act in the show, so... How many episodes are left? Um, good question. Uh, seven. So yeah, seven like I said, we're, we're left. Yeah, we're at the very uh, middle, halfway point. So, uh, I think it's a little earlier to maybe turn him around completely. Oh yeah, like I said, uh, it might not happen right away, but um, yeah, I because think it's, maybe it's, that's going to be what's going to happen. Uh, you know, at the two-third point. Um, yeah, more likely that he he goes with it, kind of. He goes, oh, oh yeah. okay, you can believe that. Either that, or Luke turns on them, and Luke starts I, going after them for. Uh, I'm beginning for to think bugs. that. Yeah, that might happen too. Because uh, he, he's more worried about his career than Garrett is. Right. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, I was actually I was kind of excited to see Laurel get the bugs in her brain because I wanted to see this actress um, change up her character a little bit, you know, kind of yeah. like uh, have a whole new uh, character to play in a way. Yeah. Um, where she could be pretty versatile and see how versatile this actress is. But maybe we'll get it in the future. Maybe we won't. But I thought that would have been interesting. Uh, they just chose not to go that way. So. Yeah. And. Uh... Maybe, maybe also my my expectations of how they like, yeah, how they this the solution to it didn't like go too good. I felt like they explained it in the wrong direction. Maybe I didn't like it because of that as well, because I had maybe more uh, expectations of where they were going. And I felt like they were going in the wrong directions. Right. I, I don't know if that's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. This this episode was definitely uh, different. We'll say that. Yeah. But, uh... yeah. I I I I am curious if I will be as mad uh, if I watch it again now that you have explained uh, the bathroom uh, uh, scene. Um, well, I, I think there's a, a few, yeah, there's a few things in the in this episode, like I said, that don't work. So, uh, but I think some of the things you didn't, you just didn't get them, or that you didn't grasp or didn't understand what's happening. So, right, that happens sometimes, especially when you just watch it one time through. So, yeah, I, I, no, no, oh no, I watched it more than one time. Look, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to have that on me. I watched it. Uh, two times because I I wanted to I was going to to write down but I I just got too mad and I I got too frustrated. Huh? Yeah, there was a lot happening in this episode. My my notes on the beginning was like, okay, new songs, 
kind of strange. And then it goes like uh, four pages <laughs> almost about like the fucking <laughs> the fucking scene. Right. The making love scene. <laughs> and how well, like I said, is. that whole scene was ten minutes long. It's like, uh, you know, yeah. a third or fourth of the episode. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, that was at Brain Dead episode six. So, yeah, interesting topic. So, if anybody wants to talk about that, uh, send us an email again, another digital citizen at gmail.com. It's in the episode yep. description. So, go do that. Next week, uh, we hopefully have Tilly with us. Uh, if we have Tilly with us, we will talk about Reefer Madness. Uh, if not, we will talk about something else. Uh, we are going to talk about news of the week, of course, next week. We are going to uh, talk about Suicide Squad that's coming out tomorrow, I want to say. Tomorrow, uh, late night, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are going to talk about the Olympics, about uh, the weird Strange things. Olympic Games, yeah. Yep. And oh yeah, one thing that's not on there since we're not we didn't do it this week, we'll do the last round of uh, Stump Luke next week. Yeah, if Luke if Tilly is back, right. And uh, we will talk about Brain Dead episode seven. Do we know what we're going to do after Brain Dead? By the way, no, I've looked around. I don't see anything, but um, you know, oh. we always seem to get pretty lucky. So yeah, hopefully something will just pop up in the next uh, two months. Maybe another uh, season of The Leftovers? Uh, it's not going to be on until next year. So oh. we'll have to see what comes out. But uh, I know there is a new season of Arrested Development that's supposed to come out soon. But I don't know when it's going to be. So maybe we'll get lucky and that will be on around then. Uh, who knows? Maybe... Uh, Something in Another the car, maybe a Carl Pink Pilkington show, yeah. maybe. I mean, that yeah. hasn't been on for a while, so maybe that will come back. We don't know, but we have seven weeks, so eight weeks, I guess. But uh, uh, if if some of uh, you uh, listen, <laughs> viewers, <laughs> we have viewers. You can watch us. Uh, if some of our listeners knows of something uh, that's coming out in seven weeks, please, please, please give us a, a hint. Yeah, and we'll keep reminding people. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they could watch us. They could watch the time code uh, go by on their <laughs> device, phone, or iPod, or whatever. Yeah. I I I I don't even know how Luke looks because, like, I never seen Luke. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, last, this last weekend, my little uh, nep my my little nephew, uh, he's two. He stopped by and. He was checking out my beard, and he goes, "Are you a bear?" It was very yes, cool. yes, Luke, you are a bear. Yep. Um. Uh. Well, uh, do you have anything you want to plug or promote? No, I'm good this week. Yeah. Yep. Uh, me too. Uh, Bye. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. <laughs> <laughs>